Welcome, everybody. And uh, previously, we had a podcast about healing and physical healing versus emotional and mental healing and what that process looks like. And I just had some follow-up questions uh, from Maria and Christina um, around uh, that process and making those parallels between what we what can we learn from what the body does in physical healing processes and what we can uh, take from that to apply to mental and uh, emotional healing. Um, so last time we talked about infections and, you know, the importance of changing dressings. So um, an infection you explained as an exaggerated inflammation. Mm-hmm. And inflammation was a proce- part of the process where um, healing begins, but infection becomes exaggerated inflammation. So what is that like parallel to what it can look like in a mental or emotional healing process? What's an infection? So I feel like um, an infection would be not so once the body has clotted and um you're going through that inflammation phase so in the inflammation phase is where these processes your body's fighting system comes out and they fight anything that would have gotten in when you got that cut so they've clotted the body but there's some pathogens that might have got um that might have got in and want to cause more harm Mm -hmm. so the inflammation is opening up the blood vessels so that these processes can come in and fight those things before anything happens Mm -hmm. so i feel like parallel to emotional and mental um healing is that we you've closed up so you've clotted you've protected yourself and now you need something to come in fight for um, your system so infection would be not addressing that and letting in things that um, are not good so if you start numbing yourself and getting into drugs and alcohol that's an infection if you let people in that aren't particularly right for you like if you went through like a heartbreak and then you let somebody else in really quick without healing first that's an infection. Um, the the environment that you put yourself in that you know isn't right. That's an infection. So those are things that you're letting into your body or letting into your your system that aren't right, and you're not letting those forces to come and fight. So now it's created a whole big thing because they want to come and help protect you, mm-hmm. but you're not letting them because you're not removing yourself and taking that time to. Be by yourself and inside of you heal first before addressing those outside forces. Yeah, definitely. I like how how you put it that way. This it's basically that that's basically how it is. You can't just um, have a wound and not address it and not you know just let it sit there. Like Christina was saying, it creates a lot of bad situation. You let infection in. Da 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 da. Things build up. Things get worse. But when you actually address the situation and actually realize that you're actually going through a hard time and start the process of healing from the inside and, like Christina was saying, removing all that negativity, removing people from your life that are creating, um, making that wound even worse. And um, that helps a lot when you actually address the situation, when you actually acknowledge the fact that you're you're hurting and you're going through a tough time. That helps a lot. So, like... An infection causes an additional thing that needs healing, right? Because mm-hmm. you have to attack the infection and also heal. Yeah. But we mentioned in the last podcast that inflammation looks bad. 
um, and it looks messy. Mm -hmm. And so how do you distinguish between just normal inflammation and normal messiness and then the infection that's building on top of it? So it's very easy. So with with physical healing, which is what I like better than emotional healing, (laughs) but with physical healing... um, when you see the infection, you, you can tell because it, it, has the, it has the qualities of inflammation, but there's like a, it just, it doesn't look right, but then it doesn't, you know, there's drainage now. Now there's things spilling over, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not like just drainage like blood. No, it's drainage that's yellow, it's perlent, uh, it's, it smells bad, you know. And then it means that your system now is working double to try and fight that. Mm-hmm. And you could physically see it, like the person just does not look good. And you can see it in the labs, you know. White blood cells are off the walls, you know. Mm-hmm. Things are trying to fight to help your system. But you're not, you know, because of those things that you've allowed in, mm-hmm. that infection, those people, those words, those things that you're now... That's adding that stress. We talked about how stress is not good because then it over, you know, you're mm-hmm. letting your, you may think that you're just trying to protect yourself and like solve things, but you're letting more things in mm-hmm. than you know, you know, because that stress now your immune system is like, there's too much going on. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. And then more things come in, yeah. more pathogens getting to your body mm-hmm. and now you're like working on double to try and fight it sure. and it's and then you get new things mm-hmm. you know and then it spreads to your whole system and now we have sepsis or yeah. shock mm-hmm. yeah yeah another so. parallel that i would say like i was i was talking to uncle julius and christina about it like the the way that i like to think about healing is um the disease that it's called necrotitis and fasciitis it's like a flesh eating disease so you could get like a small cut or just, just like a small, you know, a paper cut even. And you would have like a small bruise and you see it and be like, it's okay. It's just small. It's going to heal. But that flesh eating disease, it's like it's, it's spreading to like a bigger part of your body. It's going gonna, it's gonna to continue to spread. But if you don't go to the hospital and like go to the doctors and have them treat that wound, like that, the bacteria is just going to continue eating like a lot of your flesh to the point where you know you get your hand or your feet amputated because you let you've let it get worse so the same way when it comes to healing if you don't uh, come to the to a point of where acknowledge the fact that you are actually uh, hurting and there's something deep inside of you that's actually hurting and if you don't attack that right away and get help from it things get worse yeah mm-hmm. and like you were saying that um, necrotitis because now okay so you have this bacteria and mm-hmm. it happen. it could happen so so fast so fast yeah. and with just the slightest wound like you could just get a small cut you know and those are like those small hurts like <laughs> somebody said something but you know it's not a big deal or something have like another traumatic event happened but you're like mm, no i'm not gonna address it it's not a big mm-hmm. deal it's not a big thing and you keep leaving it alone and leaving it alone so that pathogen is now in your body yeah and it's starting to to fight your body so you have these forces that are supposed to happen with inflammation that come in and try to fight off that infection. So they're there, and they're trying to fight it off, but that you keep leaving it. You're leaving that infection to just keep coming, 
and and um, eating away at your body, but you're not addressing it. Yeah. So it's like your body's still you're you're still trying to fight it. You're still trying to fight it, but because you've covered it up and you're leaving it alone, it could spread it's before you yeah. even know it. And then if you don't get proper treatment. You know, worse things can come. You know, worse things can happen because you're not you. You don't get the proper treatment because with necrotitis, if you don't get and go get a debridement or something, it could come to amputation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and other things, and you could even die from mm-hmm. sepsis and shock and things Definitely. like that. Yeah. So, it's very important to not fight it, fight the healing process, and be able to get that help when you need it. Even if it's like super hard and you feel like just ignoring it is enough, but ignoring it may be causing more harm than just going and and, and um, getting that done, which is a hard thing to say, you know, just go, um, go get it done. You know, it's not that bad, but it's very important to get that treatment early on, especially with necrotitis early on so that you can save your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you classified something as a paper cut. We don't typically go to the emergency room for something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but through observation, it sounds like, is how you identify this infection versus a normal inflammation. Mm-hmm. And so um, when you notice that it is bigger, like all of a sudden you're, you're just, you just um, bit off somebody's head for something really tiny. Mm-hmm. And you look at yourself and you're like, wait, something's going on yeah. here. Um, to be able to recognize that and then go back and be like, okay, was I cut somewhere? Mm-hmm. Is there a paper cut somewhere that I, I didn't notice? I didn't pay attention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah definitely. So uh, I, I wanted to ask this question too. Like, you know, what do you tell somebody who feels like like the, all the options they had to resolve the conflicts within them, like all the pain and all the hurt, they just don't have any option. They don't know what else to do. Do you think as people we have a part to play in our healing process? Yes. I feel like once you realize that you've been hurt and once you realize that, you know, there is a cut that I didn't pay attention to and now it's gotten worse and I need to get get it checked out. I think you have a part to play in going and and getting that help because it is your responsibility ultimately because it is it's your it's your body. It's your emotions. Nobody else is going to be able to protect yourself as you would. Nobody else is going to provide that healing. If you don't take that step to go and get that healing, then nothing is going to happen. Mm -hmm. You're just going to keep building up and building up until you won't be able to handle it anymore. But because you didn't seek that treatment, now it's it's even worse than where it could have been. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I think we tend to be in denial a lot when it oh, comes yeah. to when we're hurting. We tend to mm. deny to deny the fact that we're hurting, and it takes that. Um, me and Christina have like a really good auntie who's in Canada right now, but she some somehow, even with her being so far away, she always knows that we're hurting. <laughs> she always knows that something is wrong. So when you get that phone call from her, she knows something is going on, and just by talking to her. All of, all of these other things that you didn't just realize that was like <laughs> that you were going what? through just starts coming out. So yeah. I'm so grateful and blessed to have her in my life because she's just that one safe place for me to always go to and just talk about whatever I'm going through. And 
she makes things better if not and she makes me realize that you know i'm denying the fact that i'm actually hurting mm-hmm. or i'm i'm actually going through a tough time and she makes it okay for me to be vulnerable and talk about whatever situation that i'm going through so i think it's really important to not to not be in denial mm-hmm. so if you're hurting like realize that you're actually hurting if you're going through a tough time realize that you're actually going through a tough time and find that sp- like safe space and find that somebody to talk to that's gonna you know help you go through that certain situation yeah and even if it's small you know don't avoid it just yeah. because it's small. if somebody called you oh you're you, you know you're you're ugly or you're stupid yeah talk about it go to that person and be in in and say it right then and there because your words have such an effect on us Mm -hmm. and it's 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 a really big thing so even if it's a small issue that you're like it it couldn't have been but because you're thinking about it it must have played it must have affected you in some way that you're still Mm -hmm. thinking about it and you think oh no it's not something i should worry about well if you're stating that it's not something that you should worry about, then it is probably something that you should worry about. Yeah. And that's what I like about, like, Auntie in Canada. Shout out to her. And um, <laughs> Auntie uh, Flora also. Is that anytime I go to them, I don't even have to, like... Like, it, I just start much. explaining. <laughs> and I'm, like, bawling because they're, they... They have... It's like finding someone who who's not going to be, like oh, that's not a big issue. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, you shouldn't worry about that. No. Talk to someone who is going to um, is going to validate you mm-hmm. and what you're feeling and be able to be like, I un- like I understand like I understand. Just you can go ahead and talk and that's what she says all the time. If you just need me, if you just need to call and just talk or just call and just you know, you just call, I just say hello, and you start crying. I'll understand yes. what's happening. You just just go ahead and do what you need to do. And she just validates how I'm feeling so that I don't feel like I'm crazy mm-hmm. or I don't feel like I'm stupid or I don't feel like, why why am I thinking this way? Why should I be thinking that way? No. She makes me feel like, hey, I could just go up to her and open up about anything, even if it's the smallest thing. Or somebody said this to me, but I feel like it might have affected me in some way because I'm crying about it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That's very important. So, but how about somebody that says, you know, I've done everything possible I can do, and, you know, and I don't have any other option. There's always something There's always else. an option. There's mm-hmm. always something else. Yeah. Even if you can't talk to your family... There's, there's other people like I've heard, I've heard of like stories like of, like taking care of like a homeless person in the hospital, and you just go up and you talk to a stranger about something. You don't even have to tell them exactly what's wrong, but if you just talk to a stranger about something, and they're just there to listen because they can't really say anything. They don't know anything about you, mm-hmm. you know. It, but letting them just talk to you, it helps them. And it's a stranger. It's somebody that you have no connection with. It's not a therapist. It's nobody. But you just talk to them and let it all out. Yeah. And you find yourself feeling some, you know, some type of way. But there's always an option. I say, I would say, keep trying, and um, maybe seek out something you wouldn't think that you would seek out. Yeah. Like if you're not a Christian, maybe try, like you know, going to a spot and just talking to yourself through because what I like to do is I like to take walks and just talk to myself Mm -hmm. 
Because if I, when I talk to myself, then I realize, you know, everything that's going on and everything that's wrong. And then, you know, I go and talk to God, obviously. But, you know, do something that you wouldn't think you would do. Yeah, yeah, I like I like that because there's there's always there is always an option. If you don't feel like you, you you're not able to talk to somebody about it, you don't feel like talking, that's fine. And if you don't feel like, you know, like doctors give you medication, to, you know, to numb the pain, if you don't think you don't you can do that, that's fine. Go to the gym. Work it out. Like you can do, you can find different outlets. You can go out like Christina was talking about, go for walks and stuff like that. Find a different outlet that can help you stay busy, like so that you don't have to think about all those negativity. Like find different things that you can do to help you with that. You know, like if you're if you're having a lot of negativity happen, listen to podcast. Tony Watu. You know, <laughs> I'm saying you can listen. There's so many things that can help you out. So yeah. don't think that. Just because you've tried everything, that that's all. You know, there's nothing else that that that's out there that can help you. There's so many things that can help you. You yeah. just have to find that particular thing. Don't give up on yeah. yourself. Never. Do not give up on yourself because that just creates m- like more wounds and more things and more infections that come in when you just ignore it. Seek out. You know, maybe you haven't looked at everything. Maybe, you know, but letting those feelings out is what's going to help you through that process. Talking about it is what's going to help you through that process. If you're not very talkative, write it down. Sometimes it really helps to just journal and to just write things down. Or just, you know, there are, if it's in uh, like very serious cases, there are hotlines out there. And all you do is call someone and you just talk. Mm -hmm. You just talk. It's free. You just talk. And, you know, talking to yourself like I do. I'm not crazy, I promise. <laughs> um, talking to God, going and seeking out. Like, I've heard people, f- like, get just, like, healing. When they didn't even say anything, they just went and, like, listened to, like, a pastor preach something. Mm-hmm. But it felt like it touched them. And they didn't even have to say anything. And oh, that yeah. person starts mm-hmm. bawling and they start, you know, like, whoa. But you didn't even have to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't want to discredit people, how people feel or, mm-hmm. or the different hurts that people go through. But I personally, the way I deal with things that I feel like this is stressful or this is, uh, this is hard for me, I, I, I look at it as, as in, um, like, for example, give you like the, 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 the weather forecast. They say to, to, tonight is going to snow. Right, mm-hmm. and so I'm so stressed out because it's gonna snow. Mm-hmm. You know, um, anxiety is killing me because it's gonna snow. And so I look at it like, so if I stress about that, is it really gonna change it? Yeah. <laughs> is it really gonna change the fact that it's gonna snow? No. <laughs> like That's no matter how much I stress about, no matter what I do, it's gonna <laughs> snow either way, right? Yeah. <laughs> So uh, it's also a good thing to you know to learn those coping skills like mm-hmm. that. Like you have to figure out: is it worth me uh, stressing about this? Is it worth me fighting this? Is it worth me dealing with this? And and you, you look at the situation and and uh, deal with it that way. Mm-hmm. It's like if it's something I can talk about and fix, because this is the hope that you will never fix. You know. Yeah. yeah. There's certain things that you people deal with that there's no solution. There's no 
no matter how we talk about it, no matter who you talk about it, it doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. And so you have to figure a way around it and say, just like the snow, this is, I'll just say, this is the snow, this is bigger than me, and this is bigger than anybody else, I'll let it go. Mm. I'll let it go and find a p- peace for myself yeah. and find peace within myself and, and keep moving. Yeah, you know? sure. When I think that is <clears throat> um, more of like a scar. Like once once the healing process is over and you're still left with something that reminds you of that, mm-hmm. um, you can you can look at that scar as it. This is the pain I came through, mm-hmm. and I'm here now. Mm-hmm. Or you can look at the scar and still allow it to hurt you. Mm-hmm. So that's or the decision. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah. you don't like this scar. Um, instead of celebrating like what took place for that scar to happen, yeah. and the healing process that you went through. Yeah, and uh, and uh, the scars can be really mm-hmm. good reminders and can be bad reminders, like Amanda saying, you know. Mm-hmm. So you have to decide: is this going to be always take me back to my old pain, or it's going to be my motivation to keep moving, yeah, and keep going and, and moving forward in my life? And I think people people needs to understand that and be able to identify mm-hmm. the scars and pains that we've gone through shouldn't be should be the thing that drives us back and back all the time. Yeah. But something that helps us move forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important thing is moving forward. Yes. To move forward. Because if you go back and you look at that scar and you start picking at it, and, you know, now you've created a new wound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that could cause more issues. So don't pick at your past. You say, you know, leave your past. It was the past and move on. Mm-hmm. Take it as, you know... This was a battle that you fought through, and now you know there's better things ahead. So don't go back and keep looking at it, yeah. but look at it as something that you went through and you got past, and now you've got a, a battle scar. So, and, and some people can can use those guys like a dynamite. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. If somebody ever touched that, <laughs> I'll blow up. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and, uh, instead of like using it as a, a victory. Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I fought and I won. Mm-hmm. But then let your wounds motivate you to, you know, yeah. keep moving forward and let them let them motivate you to achieve more and to just continue on with life. Like when you see them, just be like, I went through this type of time. I went through it. So if something else comes comes like comes my way, I know that I can get through it because yeah. I got through this one. Yeah, yeah. But you don't want to you don't want to keep it as a, you know, like it's it's like a. A bomb, mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. know those those. Uh, like a detonator. A, a, a detonator. <laughs> if you touch that, I'm detonating. You know? <laughs> you know? But there's people that do that. I'm yeah. not just saying that. There's people that yeah, they claim they're, they're they've gone through the healing process. Mm-hmm. But this this wound, if somebody points out, what what happened over here? It, you know the whole thing. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> So that that really means that somebody is not healed. No, mm-hmm. you know, it means no. that the healing is not done. Mm-hmm. You you you're faking your healing. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. that scar is actually a hidden infection. Yes, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a hidden infection. To get, <laughs> to get that checked. Yeah. So I feel like <laughs> There's something going on still on the inside, mm-hmm. even though the outside looks good. Mm-hmm. So if it's a healing, I think healing has to be a real healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not just saying it. Just to feel better, because mm-hmm. that you're lying to yourself, but you know in inside of yourself that really I'm no I'm not over this issue, mm-hmm. or I'm not over this. And I'm just think here. about it, like yeah. 
if someone comes up to you or if that issue comes back and you blow up, you're not done healing. Yeah. Nothing's mm-hmm. happened there. No. You, you got you got to go back yeah. because it shouldn't. I mean, there's still that hurt. There's still that pain that's going to always be there because it's like a reminder of like, you know, this is something that you went through, you know, um, but it shouldn't you shouldn't it shouldn't be as big as it was you know when it actually started it shouldn't be that big it should be something that you now can go through without it being a whole mess yeah yeah like i think about a cut like as it heals it might be really deep and then uh, you get that scab on top and then eventually the scab falls off Mm -hmm. but you still have like raw skin there Mm -hmm. so um you know, if, if something were to, like a knife were to come at you again, you'd probably protect that area okay. because you're just like, well, it's not fully healed, yeah. but it's, it doesn't hurt as bad anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's still an open yeah. wound it's in that still case. there, but yeah. not as bad. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a very important uh, uh, step to that com- uh, total healing mm-hmm. and to be able to move forward, to be able to realize that, uh, you know, I've been working on this. I've been trying to get over this and dealing with me and the pain that I've, I've dealt with before. And now that uh, I have to take that step now and recognize that there's certain things that whether whether it's there, the scar's there, but I'm past it. Yeah. yeah. It's not gonna hurt me. It's not gonna come back and uh, remind me. Even if it's, it reminds me some of the stuff, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. You know, I conquered it. You know, and I think the and, and a great a good way to be able to get to that point is like we've been talking about is stop keep keep talking about and yeah and finding uh your space uh in a society to be able to help other people mm-hmm. you know tell them about your process and i think the more you talk about it the you know the bible says that we we, we defeat the devil by the word of our mouth mm-hmm. by the testimonies of our mouth mm-hmm. and i think like even those wounds we defeat them we, we don't just say we're healed and we, we, we keep quiet yeah mm-hmm. you know you be be a champion for that be mm-hmm. be be supportive of other people that are dealing with issues like that and talk about it. And the more you talk about it, the more it goes further and further and further away from your life. And you probably will never even think about it because yeah, you're stomping on it. Every mm-hmm. time you say something, I, I defeated it. You're stepping on the head. You're, you're defeating it completely and completely. Mm-hmm. But when you, you fight a battle but you can't talk about the battle that you fought, there's a chance that you might go back into your yeah. into the doom that you were in before, you know, because you you don't have a connection, you don't have you don't have something to 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 motivate you to say uh, that yeah I I defeated it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it makes sense what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 it makes sense. Yeah. When I think like what Maria was saying, you know, when you look at a scar, you can be like, well, I can go through this new thing because I went through that old thing. Yeah. I survived it. Yeah. Um, but I think those scars can be testimonies to other people, yes. like yeah. what you're saying. Mm-hmm. As like, um, you know, a past isn't just meant to be left. I think a past is meant to be redeemed because mm-hmm. it brings healing to you, but it also brings pe- healing to others. Yes. And it goes back to that community as well, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, I have a I have a scar to prove that this can be defeated, yeah. and so you know, I'm here just to be with you to realize that you can get through this too yeah. it's true. possible like yeah. I was telling Amanda one time I was at the hospital and uh, this lady she's a cancer survivor and she makes blankets mm-hmm. and so she goes to the when, when people are getting the uh, radiation they uh, she walks with a cat uh, with a, like a little trolley thing 
and put all the blankets on it and she walks around and uh, say hi how are you and, and say talk to people and say hey I'm, I'm, I'm a cancer survivor and I want I just wanted to let you know that you can survive this too and you can defeat this mm. you know and I give I give people blankets to tell them that cancer is bad but we can we, we can defeat it mm. and, and, mm. and, and, and That's so beautiful. Her, her testimony telling people that they can do that I think it just gives you like this boldness yeah. and this mm-hmm. power that I can do it too I can do it too yeah and 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 just the person that's saying that or the people, you can imagine what what's happening inside. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like even if the devil is trying to bring it back to you, he can't because mm-hmm. you just got that boldness and energy. You know, it's it's like in the scripture when uh, God told the, the people to walk around Jericho, mm-hmm. they didn't have any weapons; they just walked around because God told them with boldness and just sang and sang and sang and and see what happened. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's how we deal with, with issues, in, internal issues also. When you deal with it and you feel like you've done with it, but you don't talk about it and you don't find somebody else to help, it, it's possibly going to come back. And I feel that's why you find some people, yeah, they go through therapy for the rest of their life. They get dependent, they, they get dependent on therapy because mm-hmm. they, they, they think they've dealt with issues. But it comes back. But it comes back and they have to go back. And, and have somebody walk, you know, talk them through them, mm-hmm. you know. And so to be really com- totally complete, I feel like you need to find your part. Like you fought this battle, somebody else is fighting, and find somebody that you can help, somebody mm-hmm. that can be a, ma- a mentor to, somebody that can encourage you to fight this. Mm-hmm. Because and through helping them heal, yeah. you can also help yeah. yourself heal as well because yes. you may think that it's all over and done with, mm-hmm. But there are still some, you know, some things that you can't fully deal with. Yeah. So when you're helping that person, I know if I'm when I'm giving advice, it helps me too because I'm like, oh, yeah, I should follow that too. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. you've gone through it, you have you have some words, some things that you can say about it, but you don't realize that that could also help you too until you you say it to someone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you're saying, talking to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, why do you talk to yourself? Because it helps you process certain things yeah. that what was left back there, you know. And it's the same way. It's 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 like when you're learning, when you're learning something. Mm-hmm. It's when you say it louder. It, 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 our mind worked that way. Or yeah. explaining it to yourself. Yeah, That's how yourself. I learned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you put you find yourself understanding it better and processing it better than just reading a piece of paper quietly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. So it's it's just. The, 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 what I'm trying to say is like use all that the 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 natural way that God has given us to process things mm-hmm. instead of just using one, you know, mm-hmm. hearing, seeing, you know, touching, all those things are very important for us to even through our healing process. Mm-hmm. So don't just go talk to somebody and then call it call it done. Find yeah. different outlets. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. I have many. I have many. <laughs> if I if I if I feel like talking to somebody didn't help, I go to the gym. If that didn't help, I sing. If that didn't help, I write poetry. All that stuff helps me process. when it comes. Yeah, process thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And sometimes I like to journal, but I it's when I'm journaling, I'm like explaining it to my future self. When I read it back, I want to remember mm-hmm. like what I was trying to wrestle with. Mm-hmm. And but then when I'm kind of explaining it to myself, like you said, Christine, out loud, that but I do it in writing. I start asking myself questions, and then I write those questions down. And what's fun about it is 
then I can, like, sometimes I'm not in the mood to write. Like, I'm just dealing with something, but I'm not ready to process anything. I'll go back in my journal and read about something I went through, like, three years ago, and I laugh because I'm just like, oh, like, yeah, I remember going through that. Like, that was rough. And But then I look at all the questions I was asking myself in the process of that, and sometimes that spurs me on to start processing what I'm currently dealing with because it's like, oh, okay, I remember how to do this now. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's, it's very, very important, mm-hmm. you know, and we, we can't forget that. Like, mm-hmm. as much as we want the healing to happen, we have to always identify those areas too Yeah, and know that um, it, it could still come back. Yeah. Still come back, mm-hmm. but the only way is by not allowing it to come back mm-hmm. and talking about it and telling other people about your struggles and how you dealt with it. And in the process, you know, your mind starts building the strength, your body understands how to deal with everything. This thing's like a physical healing, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and slowly, even like the little sensitive area, this guy that was a little sensitive gets stronger fibers and mm-hmm. you, you can even hit it and you don't feel anything mm-hmm. at all because it's gone yeah. but you can have that sensitive scar for life if you don't do that mm-hmm. it's, 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 you've dealt with this but you have that scar but it doesn't it's totally sensitive like why do I always feel like it's still painful <laughs> over here you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. so you have to understand that there's another step after that and that step is speaking it with boldness yeah and and that will give you the boldness also to even to deal with other issues that come in your life definitely yeah 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 thank you so much i don't know if i may have another question no that was all thank you guys that was awesome and uh um i hope this helps somebody out there i hope so we all deal with this nobody can deny and pretend that you're not alone perfect yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're not alone we just Mm want to let you know that you're not alone and Mm -hmm. please 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 follow some of these tips Seek help. Yeah, seek help. Mm-hmm. Talk to somebody. You know, your pastor, your counseling school, in college. Anyone. Or, or just email us too. If mm-hmm. we can help. If there's yeah. any way we can help, we can. We will love to talk. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah, and if if you open up and you're vulnerable and it doesn't work out the way you want it to, um, don't stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Try try something else. Yeah. There's always going. something. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Don't give up. Don't give up. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.